Northwestern Medicine, relentless in their pursuit of better health care. Learn more at nm.org slash better. 936 with the kids jingle bell. Dean Richards, Sunday morning, WGN, Sunday before Thanksgiving. It's the most. Get ready for it all. That's why uh, a visit with Dr. Kevin Most is a fantastic idea for a variety of reasons. Uh, Kevin, good morning, my friend. How are you? Dean, I'm doing great. A little chilly, but besides that, really doing well. Thank you. Yeah. Yourself? Yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing pretty well. The uh, I'm I'm wondering, you know, in what direction do we point now with uh, you know some health information with Thanksgiving? People are getting together. Uh, you know, and hugging and, you know, all that stuff. And there's some concerns about that, spreading diseases around. Uh, it's the eatenest day of the year, you know, where people uh, feel like they have just license to be as gluttonous as possible. Where do we even start with any of this? Yeah, you know, you make some very good points. And really, when you start at the foundation of it, and that is getting people together, you know, this is going to be a obviously the busiest travel weekend of the year as it normally is and back to pre-COVID levels. And we're looking at air travel and um, just travel around the country being very high. Coupling that with extremely high influenza rates is very concerning for us. So certainly that foundation is going to have some issues. We've already had, you know, almost 5 million cases of influenza. We've had 40,000 hospitalizations in this country already. A normal year for us is about a 100,000 hospitalizations. So really, it is coming out as a bad timing for uh, influenza as well as COVID as well as RSV along with all this travel. Yeah, the uh, it, the RSV, is that the respiratory uh, issue that is affecting both kids and adults now? Or is the respiratory thing something completely different? No, that's it. That's RSV, the respiratory syncytial virus, uh, a virus that we usually see in younger kids and has been kind of filling up pediatric uh, hospital beds and pediatric intensive care beds across the country. In the, in the South, it's starting to level off. We're not seeing that leveling here yet in Chicago and in the Midwest. So that's still a little bit concerning, especially as these weather you know changes now and there's less people doing things outside and more gathering in groups inside. So Obviously, you know, anybody who has little kids, certainly the holidays are a great time to see grandma and grandpa and the family. But certainly if your child is sick, uh, keep them home or keep them distant as much as you can. Nothing worse than spreading an illness uh, during this holiday. Yeah, so if people are going to be doing some uh, traveling, uh, I, I won't uh, get on a plane without my mask on uh, these days or really any any crowded area inside or out. I, I'll, I'll always have my mask. Is that the best protection that people can take during this high travel weekend that's coming up? Well, uh, yeah, obviously, the best protection is to make sure you're fully vaccinated. But even being fully vaccinated, you know, you still have the chance of getting both COVID and influenza. So certainly masking and going back to our simple basics of washing our hands. People have to understand we we get the virus on our hands and then then we spread it actually to ourselves. So certainly masking, you know, you travel a lot. I travel quite a bit. Um, wearing a mask, it, it's no longer, you know, you don't feel like you're, you know, an outcast anymore. Right. I'd say I traveled last week. And I bet you we had maybe 20% of the people, 30% of the people wearing masks. Yeah. And, you know, if at the end you feel much better about yourself and you feel healthy, who cares what the mask looks like? Yeah, well, I'm, and uh, as you had uh, pointed out, 
you know, wearing the mask uh, helps uh, so you're not touching your your nose, your eyes. It just reminds you to don't don't touch up there. Don't and if you do have something that's on your hands, you want to keep it off your face uh, at all costs. The um, uh, Thanksgiving uh, dinner issue. Um, it, I know it's about moderation. I know that you know every, you know all the sensible things to do, but people aren't going to do that on Thanksgiving, are they? No. No, they're not. You know, and being we've done this segment, you know, for the past couple of years, and, I, and I, I've done it with all the way back to Spike O'Dell. Um, and it's really not, you know, this is not the, the segment where we try to ruin Thanksgiving meal, but we just really want to make sure everyone's aware of exactly what they're doing and, and how they can maybe eat a little bit easier and a little bit better uh, than, than what some people are going to do on Thursday. <laughs> Right. Uh, moderation really is, is what it's about. What are, what are the biggest uh, problems? Are there, are there certain foods that are uh, bigger problems than others if you're going to you know, be gorging on Thursday? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we, we're only supposed to get about, you know, 20%, 25% of our calories from fat. But in fact, this holiday, we load that on, whether it be the gravy, the butter, uh, the the casseroles mm. with the heavy you know heavy cream based casseroles. Mm. So certainly mm. our fat content and salt content goes way up. Um, and then some of the basic foods, Dean. You know, a good sweet potato with just a little bit of butter on it is good. A sweet potato with butter, brown sugar, and marshmallows is outstanding. But unfortunately, yeah. that's where we start to get the calories as well as the fat grams. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Uh, you know, the, the overload of sugars uh, and, you know, desserts, you know, where you might not even ha- normally have dessert. Here, you're definitely going to have some pumpkin pie with the whipped cream on it and maybe a piece of cake, maybe this, maybe that. But also, uh, in addition to the sugar, I mean, the sodium is through the roof on most of these things, right? It really is. You know, especially some of these prepared salads, you know, the the sodium content for, you know, your green bean casserole, we'll just say. You know, we, we take a can of condensed soup, which is just loaded with sodium, and we don't dilute it out. We just pour it over the beans and eat it. So and now you've just magnified the impact of the sodium that you would have in a in a, a bowl of soup. So certainly the sodium content will go up that day. And you don't need to put any salt on anything else. Don't put salt on your turkey. There's plenty of salt in that meal for flavor. Yeah, a lot of the turkeys already come pre-injected with sodiums anyway. Uh, so, you know, you, you, you would find... If you just do a little taste, you find that you don't even need it in the first place, that it, it, it's already there. And the the problem with too much sodium is high blood pressure. Is that right? Correct. You know, sodium, we retain water. We make our heart work harder. And it really does have a huge impact on individuals with hi- with hypertension, which, you know, we talked last week, you know, hypertension now a leading uh, one of the top causes for severe COVID. So we certainly want to make sure that we're not going to take something that's going to make our blood pressure even worse. And, you know, people say, oh, I'm just going to take two blood pressure pills that day. It doesn't work that way. So certainly limiting your sodium intake will be good, not only for your weight, but also for your heart. Let's take a quick break and we'll come right back and get to your questions for Dr. Kevin Most, 312 981 7200 is the phone number to call in 
or to text 312-981-7200. And it is 948. This is Dean Richards, Sunday morning, WGN, with our pal, Dr. Kevin Most. Chief Medical Officer, Central DuPage Hospital, on the line with us. Kevin, you are taking a beating on the text line uh, today. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Uh, Mister. Thanks for ruining my Thanksgiving, uh, not letting me eat any of the things that I want to eat. Uh, a lot of people are, you know, are, are like that. Hey, you know what? Eat whatever you want to eat. If you want to be unhealthy, uh, be unhealthy. If you, you know, you want to do whatever you want to do. Uh, you know, Dr. Most is telling you things, trying to keep you healthy and to keep you alive. With it, uh, with, the, with that in mind, uh, let's, you know, somebody said, hey, it's just one day. But it's not just one day. People eat like this all the time. They go in excess all the time. Talk about the problem of obesity in America right now, right? Oh, Dean, 100%. And when we look at obesity in this country, and it is epidemic, and the, the amount of individuals who are obese right now. And with obesity, not only do you have high blood pressure, you have heart disease, you have diabetes, which then impacts your kidneys, your eyes. I mean, we really uh, need to focus on how we're going to start doing weight control. And people say, oh, you know, come on, people are going to find out the weight that they feel comfortable with. And assuredly, there's the mental health aspect of, of weight but certainly there's the physical aspect of it as well that we need to worry about. And you're absolutely right. The person that fills that plate and overfills that plate on Thanksgiving probably has a tendency to do that, you know, even during a regular meal. Yeah, a lot of people are saying, oh, it's just it's just one day of the year. It's Thanksgiving. It's just Christmas. But it's just the Christmas party. It's just the holiday time. It's just during the football game. It's, you know, there's a million it's just's that uh you know and do it eat whatever you want do whatever you want it's your life <laughs> it's you know yeah. you know do whatever you want that you know i'm i'm coming on the side of dr most here the man's trying to help us to you know try to give us a little realization of uh exercising a little bit of uh moderation it's not going to hurt you to have a little no. moderation uh somebody texted in and said uh, there are uh, low-sodium uh, options for soups, so you can still put them on your green bean casseroles that would lower the sodium. It's a, it's a lower so – I've seen them, too. Uh, they're lower sodiums, but they're still pretty high. I don't know if you've noticed that. Yeah, yeah, they are. And certainly sodium is something that food manufacturers put in just because it makes their food taste better and that attracts people to it. But they're absolutely right. There's low-fat ways to do appetizers. There's low-sodium options for many things. You know, and just what we add on, just like I said about the sweet potatoes, you know, uh, we make some of these worse. And certainly one day is not a bad deal. But, you know, if you look at how much, how many calories you take in, You know, an average person who works out moderately for an hour only burns 350, 400 calories. Well, you got to remember, you're taking in an additional 2,000 calories there. So that individual, you got seven hours of working out to get rid of those calories that you just put on for one meal. Right, right, right. Uh, But again, you know, you're all adults. You can do whatever you want to do. You want to put yourself in an early grave. That's your business. 
Uh, but get off Dr. Most's back for trying to help you. I'm sorry. Hey, you know what, Dean? I, I'll take the abuse once a year, and I say it all the time. You know, yeah. It's the day that I'm going to ruin a holiday, but I really don't mean to ruin it. I just want people to be a little bit smarter and how they enjoy it. It's yeah. just trying to make you aware of, you know, you don't have to put every single thing that's on the table in your mouth. That's not, it's not, really, not really required. Uh, the uh, 407 area code, do you recommend getting a COVID test prior to a family gathering? You know, depending on who you're going to be with, it's not a bad idea. If anybody has any symptoms whatsoever, then absolutely. If you're going to be around seniors, great-grandmas, grandmas, you know, individuals like that, it's reassuring to know that you're not going to spread, you know, COVID. So certainly, and we can do the COVID tests in your home now. They're very simple to do. So peace of mind for everybody in the group to walk in and say, hey, we've all been tested. Let's have you know fun, and you can give hugs and handshakes and kisses. Um, so it's, it's a great thing to do. I'm not sure how many people will, but certainly it would put me at ease knowing who I was going to be around. Yeah, uh, 708 area code says, is there a test for RSV in adults? How does it differ from other viruses? Yeah, you know, there is a test, but the test is done in the hospital setting, so there's no over-the-counter test for RSV. RSV in adults, for the most part, we can do pretty well with it because we've been exposed to it numerous times over our life, where the young children, that's often the first time that they've been exposed to it, and their immune system is not prepared for it. As we age, obviously, RSV gets much more serious because our immune system isn't there. But we in the hospital, when someone comes in with symptoms, we're testing for COVID, flu, RSV, because we know out of the two of those, COVID and influenza, we can treat. RSV is all supportive measures of keeping you hydrated, keeping you oxygenated, and letting your immune system fight off the virus. This is Mike on the line at 312-981-7200. You're on with Dr. Kevin Most. Hi, Mike. Hi. Um, just a quick question, and uh, thank you for always being available for us. Um, if I get a shot on Monday, my final booster, will that help protect me uh, as soon as Thursday at Thanksgiving? Yeah, Mike, you know, when we look at the booster, great that you asked the question that way. Some people haven't gotten any shots and they're feeling, well, if I get my shot now. But as far as the booster, you're going to start to see it work in two to three days, five days, really kind of really ramping up. So if you get it on Monday morning, certainly by Thursday, it is going to be working. It's going to meet capacity about in day 10. But certainly, getting it on Monday makes total sense, and you're going to have much more protection come Thursday. You probably uh, get it today, also, right? Absolutely. A lot of you yeah. know Walgreens or CVS or whatever. You know, some of those places are uh, doing their booster shots, and I know a lot of people that just went in to the store and got their got their boosters. Uh, no appointments uh, necessary, so you know you get a, even one more day jump on the whole thing. Yeah, people who are shopping Jewel used to give a coupon for 10% yeah. off your groceries that day. So Yeah, they still are. And, they still yeah, are. Bonanza there. Yep. Yeah, you get a, little, uh, get a little bonus there on top of it. It sound good, Mike? It sounds good. Thank you. Appreciate the help. Thank you for the call. We appreciate it. Uh, let me see here. For Dr. Most, is the flu vaccine matching the flu strain that people are currently getting? Yeah, so when we look at what's going on right now, 76% of the cases are 
influenza A, H3N2. That's the one that's really hitting children and seniors hard. And then 22% of the cases that we're seeing right now are the H1N1. Fortunately, we do have a strain of the A, uh, H3N2 in the vaccine this year. Everyone remember, we have four different strains in the vaccine. Well, one of them is this. Is it an exact match? No, but it's certainly a close match and will really have great protection for us. 815 area code asks, is there anything I can do to reduce side effects from a COVID booster? I've had horrible chills and high fever for two days with each of the shots that I've gotten. Yeah, you know, the side effects really vary from individual to individual. Some people get none. Some people get the symptoms that that this individual is talking about. And certainly for those people, we want to make sure we treat the fever. So Tylenol, Advil to keep those down, keep your fluids up. But once the vaccine's in you, that's that body's response is what is going on. That's what's causing the fever, the body aches. So anything we can do to eliminate those two, which would be Advil, Tylenol, and fluids, We'll minimize those as much as possible, but know that your immune system is really reacting well to the vaccine. Kevin, I hope you have a wonderful uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, I want you to know that we and our listeners, the ones who aren't beating you up for giving them decent health (laughs) advice, that we are very thankful for you being here with us every week and providing us with information uh, that we need to stay healthy. So I hope you and your family have a great holiday, my friend. Thank you. You too, Dean. Thanks. Appreciate the partnership.